This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is here to help. They've been supporting Canadian small business retailers for 25 years and have recently launched their up and running program to meet an urgent need to get businesses online today. New business sellers can get a free e-commerce store for 90 days when they visit ebay.ca slash up and running. Offer open until August the 22nd. Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. So, Roshni, welcome to Canada's podcast. Um, and, you know, the question I always start with is, you know, give us three to five minutes, a uh, little bit about yourself and what you do, uh, and then we'll kind of move on from there. Excellent. Thanks so much for having us, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the founder of Prosh Marketing, a marketing consulting practice that works with small businesses and startups. I've been running the practice for around three years. Uh, prior to that, I was working in the tech field at a fintech company and then a health tech company. And I've really been in the tech world for quite a bit. And I decided that I was ready to take some of the lessons that I learned from these big companies and take them over and try to help more small businesses and startups. My parents were actually entrepreneurs. Um, They had their own business. And I always looked at them and looked at their lifestyle and saw how dedicated they were to their business. And I thought that this was something that I wanted to do. But I was trying to find a time where I had enough experience and I could really just branch out on my own. So I've been doing that for the last three years, as I mentioned. I've been working with all sorts of clients from technology clients to video studios to service-based companies. And at the same time, I'm also an artist. So I've been pursuing my dream of being an artist and doing some street art in Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. um, and showing at galleries and being able to try to That's balance cool. both. Okay. You know, so you're in Toronto, um, and uh, are there any particular benefits of of being in Toronto, you think, you mean, versus anywhere else kind of thing? Or is it just that you happen to be here? Well, I happen to be in Toronto. I grew up in the city, but I think like my benefit to being here is I really know the network of um, people here. So Mm -hmm. from a marketing perspective, I've really built a lot of connections and we're able to draw in a lot of different people for different projects. So for example, if we have um, a tech client who's looking for someone with a health tech background, we have a nurse tech that I've worked with previously that I can bring in to consult on different projects. But apart from that, Toronto has a really strong startup ecosystem. And I mm-hmm. think that's really interesting because the community is really strong here um, from virtual meetups to um, Facebook groups. Uh, there's so many little things that yeah. the community gets together around here. Well, you know, you, you said you kind of grew up in, in a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, uh, so you had role models. But what's the best thing or best things about being an entrepreneur, at least you, you, you know, you did work for some people. I mean, if you had to choose a couple, two or three things, what's the difference? What's the good difference anyway? I think the best difference is really having control over your destiny. So as hard as you work, all of your hard work and labor goes towards your bottom line. And I think like that's the most rewarding part because as hard as you put that work and effort in, as much effort as you put in, you can get out as a person. And so I think it motivates you. And that's really exciting to have that like locus of control in your hands. I think another thing is like flexibility. So having that flexibility to plan around your life. So Mm -hmm. for example, Mm -hmm. um, if you have kids, you can 
maybe plan to have a certain time off between meetings to like pick them up from school or maybe spend time with them and really arrange your life around your work or your work around your life. What are your most, I mean, it's a strange time, so it might sound like a, a, a strange question, but I think because it's such a strange time, it's an important question. What are you most excited about in your business these days? I think helping small businesses and startups grow is what's really exciting right now. Out of this time, you've seen so much innovation and so many people out of necessity have built businesses and built innovations that are really shaking up the market. And so what I'm really excited about is seeing some of these really cool technologies and these really innovative services and companies and how they're changing their businesses and how they're adapting to, I guess what they say is the new normal, but maybe it's the normal for now. Mm -hmm. um, but it's really, that's what it's really exciting to see the innovation and then how us as marketers can also adapt to um, the new landscape of People are now yeah. different devices, yeah. people are consuming. Right. Yeah. I mean, what do you see about the future? We're both marketers. What do you see about the future of our industry? I mean, um, you know, we were pretty digital anyway. Do you, what, do you, what do you see is, is there some sort of exciting new kind of uh, perimeter, if you like, that, we, that we're heading to on the marketing side? I think uh, people are looking at different channels to reach people. And I think now more than ever, people are looking at corporate social responsibility as something that's really integral to the brand. So what I'm seeing more and more of that's pretty interesting and exciting for the world is companies aligning themselves with social causes and actually trying to do good with what they're doing and not just looking at the bottom line and profit, but looking at how they're impacting people and how they're really changing the world with what they're doing as well. And like, for example, you might just be a toilet paper roll company, but what can you do with that and how can you impact people? And that's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah it is. It's about time. So we're moving on to the ch what I term our challenges thing which actually, you know, I find they're really the most interesting um, in, in terms of responses. So when you're faced with unexpected challenges, how do you typically handle them? Is there a process you have in place or is, that, is it just meet it, meet it as it comes kind of thing? I think I've built the business around a certain plan, but as you know, different things can happen like COVID and it can derail the plan entirely. So I think you have to just build in a bit of flexibility um, in your planning just to be able to deal with things that come your way. Um, you can plan out for certain risks, for example, like the risk of a key employee leaving and you could mm -hmm. maybe potentially have a backup or um, have like reserve cash flow, for example, which can carry you through harder times. But sometimes you just like, I don't think anyone could have imagined something like this happening. You just have to be quick on your feet, be flexible and be looking to move um, and find new opportunities. What's the, what's the greatest challenge you've faced to date? Is it COVID or was, was there bigger challenges before that? I think COVID's been interesting. It at first presented a challenge because of the way that businesses reacted. At first, everyone was afraid to spend. So everyone was cutting everything as opposed to looking at the long term. And once it, the pandemic kind of went on for more than a month and two months now went by, people were realizing that this is a long term thing. And if they didn't adapt and if they kept on holding their marketing dollars and holding what they were doing, they weren't going to move ahead at all um, and they were still burning cash and so 
I think the challenge has kind of evolved to being how can we optimize really small budgets um, and lean budgets and how can we make the most out of the least and how do we reach customers in this new spot where, for example, they're consuming more podcasts and more online video, but less outdoor and um, out of home out marketing. This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is powering Canadian small businesses. Go to ebay.ca slash up and running to open your online shop. So as we move on to the lesson side, it's, this is a good one. You know, if you knew what you know now, what would you have told yourself when you started in the business? I think take on the right clients would be one of the lessons I would have told myself. You have to really find clients that you have a good fit for. At first, I would take on any business and all business because I was growing. And so we thought, you know, you can't turn down business. And so that works up to a certain point. But I think building the right clientele, spending your time on the right clients and customers and really focusing on a target market and growing that as mm -hmm. opposed to doing everything is something that I would have told myself in the past. And it can be really easy, I think, for entrepreneurs to just take what's there because like a bird in the hand is better than something in the bush. But I do think that really being strategic about who you take on and those clients and especially the initial few can help you grow and help you really find your niche and as well kind of be able to communicate a value proposition specifically. Same kind of idea, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? I think start early. Um, as an entrepreneur, I think there's a lot of opportunity to start a business um, in Canada at an early age. If you have an idea, just go for it. And I think a lot of the times I was always tied to the paycheck and I was happy with the stability. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty, I'm not really a risk taker in a lot of ways. And so the stable paycheck is really attractive, but at the same time where there's no risk, there's no opportunity. Right. Um, and when you're younger, you could probably afford to take a couple of um, lessons and fail a couple of times and learn these things. Yeah. Uh, when you're older, sometimes you have a mortgage to pay or a family to support. And I think like, it becomes more challenging to take those yeah. risks. And probably my favorite question I ask is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Yeah. Um, so... Our general manager at Sony, she came from Austria for a year and she uh, always told us, do the best you can with what you have. And so we would always compare ourselves to Samsung and Samsung got this giant marketing budget and we're getting this. Um, and so she would always say this, do the best you can with what you have. And I still remember that because no matter what you have, if you can do the best, sometimes the smallest people can make the biggest like screams yeah, um, to, and the biggest I, noise. I, I used to have Sam, I used to have Samsung as my client. So <laughs> <laughs> he had a big budget. <laughs> yeah. So you know, some some quick questions. Don't we need to spend too much time? The, we've gone through the thoughtful questions. If you were doing what you would do for work now, what would you be doing instead? I would probably be a full-time street artist or a muralist. Um, I really love art, but I've never had a chance to kind of bring that back. Okay. That's, re that's really interesting. I have to, you have to show me where your street art is so I can take a look at it. I also have an Instagram, Roshni's Art. Okay, I shall do that. What book are you currently reading or listening to? Reading. You know, it doesn't really, you know. 
Uh, I'm reading The Innovator's Dilemma right now, Clayton mm -hmm. Christensen. I did mm -hmm. his course um, through the Harvard Business School online program, The um, Disrupting Strategies. Yeah. And so I'm reading that one right now. Okay. Is there any other that you really think people should pick up and, and, and read through that's, that's sort of affected you? I really love every Malcolm Gladwell book. Um, the Tipping Point is a really great, a great book, book to inspire yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, 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 I agree. Are you a morning or a night person? I would say I'm a night person. I love to work till the wee hours. Oh, you're the 20% because it's really, <laughs> everyone says I'm a morning person. That's really interesting. Uh, so what's keeping you up at night these days then? Um, work, working with people, working with different time zones, trying uh -huh. to take time. I find with COVID, we've been kind of inundated with a lot of video meetings and trying to keep in touch virtually. So a lot of my day is through video meetings. And so if I need to do actual work, that happens at night when it's quiet. Yeah, I, I, know exactly, I know exactly what you mean. I think I was averaging, I think it takes about four times longer online to get to a decision point. It's, uh, it's quite, quite an interesting. What's your, you know, I'm asking this and we haven't traveled for, you know, most of us for three or four months outside of Ontario anyway. What's your favorite place in the world? I would say the Galapagos Islands when I went in the early 2000s. And it was just so pristine. You could see the craziest animals and the nature was amazing there. I've never been there. It's, it's, yeah. So, and I always ask, if you didn't get to an end of, uh, of, of a podcast, then I ask everyone this. There's a small tropical island in the middle of the ocean. There's only a phone booth, yes, a booth. There's, there's, there's no cell, there's no power, just a phone booth, okay? At any time you can use the phone to call, call us and come and get you. How long do you last and what do you do? I don't know how long I would last. I think I would maybe last 30 days. I think I could occupy myself with making some art, relaxing, exercising, putting myself on the extreme boot camp. Um, <laughs> but apart to help with all of the COVID eating. Yeah. But um, I don't think I would last too long because I think I would miss my family the most. Okay. Okay, well, thanks very much for coming on the Canada's podcast. It's really been kind of interesting. Um, but people listen to these things, and they often want to get a hold, nah, never me, of you, because there's something that you've said that, that sparks something. Uh, how can people connect with you? They can connect with me through LinkedIn, uh, Roshni Wajaya Sinha, or through our website, www.proshmarketing.com, or through any of our social media channels as well. Okay. Well, thanks, Roshni. It's been really great meeting you. Great meeting you, too. Thank you for having us. Thanks, everyone, for taking the time today to listen to Toronto's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters or write a review for us on iTunes. You can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, or at canadaspodcast.com, where you can listen, discover, and engage. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. I'll see you next time. This podcast is sponsored by eBay Canada. eBay Canada is here to help. They've been supporting Canadian small business retailers for 25 years and have recently launched their up and running program to meet an urgent need to get business online today. New business sellers can get a free e-commerce store 
for 90 days when they visit ebay.ca slash up and running. Access eBay's 170 plus million buyers around the world. With eBay Canada, you can stay local, sell global, and power up. That's ebay.ca slash up and running. Offer is open until August the 22nd.